1: With the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty, high old silver, the Lone Ranger. Before this exciting adventure, a word from our sponsor General Mills, makers of cereals, the oat cereal that's ready to eat, Betty Crocker Mixes, and Wheaties, the breakfast of champions, presents by special recording. The Lone Ranger! When your mom packs a specially delicious lunchbox for school, doesn't it make you feel all happy and kind of proud? The kids you eat with water a bite, or maybe even ask if you'll swap lunches. Well, that probably happens to you all the time if your mom bakes Betty Crocker cake mix cakes. Mmm, a great big wedge of, say, Betty Crocker honey spice cake sure turns a school lunch into a feast. And I hope your mom knows how easy it is to bake one up. All the good-tasting spices and sweet golden honey and everything are right in the mix. She just has to add water and two fresh eggs for a perfect cake every time. Cake after cake after cake. It's guaranteed perfect by Betty Crocker of General Mills, Minneapolis. So next time you're asked what you'd like in your lunchbox, tell mom some Betty Crocker honey spice Cake. Maybe she'll even let you take the whole cake to share at school. A say let's be buddies kind of cake. A perfect Betty Crocker honey spice cake. With his faithful Indian companion Toto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those swirling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, go. I'll Silver. Some time, an assortment of wooden crates had been piled up on the platform of the railroad town called Goldville. The crates held mining machinery for the Stoddard Gold Mining Company. But John Stoddard was having trouble. He couldn't persuade Hank Sims to freight his goods into the mountains. John, Father Sims, my mind can't operate without that machinery. We've been set down for a month waiting for delivery. You have wagons? You're in the freight business? Not me, no shiree. I wouldn't tackle that job with my wagon. Why don't you talk with the silver dollar line? That's a big answer. Conway's price is too high. Oh, my dear. Take care of those coffee inside, wasn't it? Hey, Martin. Uh, watch out you don't get behind any of them. Who's that? His <laughs> name's Thunder Martin. Used to be a mule skinner. Now he's settled down on a farm north of here. He's a big man. And plenty tough. He's raising mules now. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he's moving to shipment of them somewhere. Hi. Hi there, Hank. How's everything around here? Howdy, Thunder. What are you doing in town? Me, <laughs> Ralph well, Campbell Hornblower. I'm uh, working on a ranch, you know. He need mortgage money, so I aim to sell a few mules. Who's there? Hey, take care, to John started. Well, I heard about you, Stoddard. You're the mining man. That's right. You uh, ain't got an unprogressive face. What's that? Like sure can't use that mining machinery while she's piled up here to the you. I've been trying for a month to get your friend here to move it. What? You, Hank? Yep, but I won't touch the business, Thunder. You see, Cal Conway wants a contract to handle started a uh, mining business. Cal Conway, that piece of side one. You afraid of him? Well, uh, he hires gunslingers. I'm uh, 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 Why don't you hire yourself some gunslingers? Have you the courage to move my freight? Me? If I had wagons, I'd take the job in no time. I'd sooner pick up cash that way than part company with my mules. Hey, but Thunder, what about drivers? I wouldn't need them. I'd drive the lead mule, and the others would follow in line on a roll. I'll find wagons for you. I'll buy some. Woohoo! hey, Jose, just... you're a man. Too. I don't go hide that tunnel. Oh, Thunder! <laughs> Do you know that Indian? Know him? Why, your dog gone right! I know him. Hey, have Where is your friend? Oh, him, him in camp nearby. Hey, he'll be glad to know I'm going back into the freighting business. Yes, sir. I'm going to mule freight for the started mining company. Well, that is, if we can come to terms. Terms? Well, my terms would be just what Hank would have charged if he wasn't spooked by Cal Cobb. <laughs> When the Lone Ranger saw Toto ride into camp at sunset, he knew that his Indian friend had something unusual to tell. What happened in town, Toto? Well, meet the old friend, Sunday Martin. I thought he was on Clarebell Hornblows Ranch. Of him in town with mules. Him take jobs. Well, what kind of a job? Mule play. Him take machinery to started mine. How did that happen? Started not pay, Conway price is the biggest mining man around here. Ah. Other freight line, the of Conway. Though Thunder take jobs. Cal Conway's been trying to get control of all freighting. He's built such a monopoly that mines are likely to be shut down. Miners will be out of work. One of our biggest industries will be at a standstill. Oh, that's bad. Otto, it's bad country between Goldville and the Scottard Mines. That's right. Almost anything could happen to Thunder on that trip. No one would ever know about it. When does he plan to start? Uh, tomorrow morning. Come on, uh, What we do? Put out the fire. out will saddle Silver. Uh, We're going into town. Ready, boy? Uh, silver. And what do they We've got to keep an eye on Conway and have a talk with Thunder. Back in town, Toto had little difficulty in locating Conway. He saw the owner of the Silver Dollar freight line at a table in the big front window of the restaurant. Toto watched until the two men left the cafe. He saw Cal Conway crumple up a piece of paper and toss it on the boardwalk. The Indian sauntered casually across the street, looked to make sure he was unobserved, then picked up the paper and tucked it into his pocket. A few minutes later, he was with the Lone Ranger in back of the hotel. Light coming from a window was sufficient to reveal the pencil sketch. Seems out of Conway talked a plenty bad color. You know the man, brother? Ah. Him named Arden. Ben Arden. That's right. He's a notorious gunslinger. He's been suspected of a number of murders. There's been no proof. Ah. Have a look at the sketch. I right here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. looks like a map. Isn't that right? Right here. These are probably the mountains. This place is labeled Goldville. at the town. Ah. This line must represent the canyon. Oh, you know that canyon. He's Little Bear Camp there. Little Bear? He's your friend. Ah him come there a short time ago maybe three four months I see Indian village right right here that's where these marks are huh? ah, that's right here is a place marked with an X I wonder that could be the scene of a planned attack mm-hmm. that'd be plenty bad anything happen there keeps Little there, and his people get blamed that's probably what Conway has in mind ah. you see Thunder Martin no, not yet but I've located his hotel room it's the lower one, right over there. Oh, what to do? do? Thunder can eat the solid gold mine without going to the canyon. I'm going to try to persuade him to take that route. The window open. It's the window of Thunder's room. Away wait here. I'll see what I can do with him. Thunder Martin felt cramped in the small hotel bedroom. He kept up the squeaking bed as if he didn't expect it to support his weight. Lord, I sure hope it'll hold, Hey, who's calling my name? Dear. the window. Well, well, I'll be. Come on in here. Doggone, I was wondering about you. The fact is, I asked Todd so... Doggone, I'm sure glad to see you. Uh, what are you doing in town, anyhow? Come to call on you, Thunder. You've a new job. You're doggone right, I have. Thunder, you're going to have trouble with Conway. Oh, that horn-race comrade. If he's ain't No, he won't act himself. You'll hire a gunman to work for him. And the canyon between here and the mountains makes an ideal place for an ambush. Well, I'd better not try it. I'll be packing two guns. No, now wait. Wait a minute, Thunder. In that canyon, you can be shot from ambush. You won't even see the gunman. And the Indians of Little Bear's tribe will be blamed for whatever happens to you. There's another route to the Stoddard Mine. You don't have to go through the canyon. Yes, but that would mean two days extra travel. And the canyon is dangerous. Well, I was never a man to sidestep Dane. And what's more, dodging the issue will never beat Cal Conway. That cat is asking for a showdown, and the sooner it comes, the better. Thunder, you may be right. A showdown might be a good thing, if we could be sure the Indians aren't blamed. Now, uh, how soon do you plan to start? Well, sir. I aim to start a daybreak. And there's nothing gonna change my plan. We'll continue our Lone Ranger adventure in just a moment. All over the country in every direction. How you, how you doing is a question. And here's the that people have to pay. That goes for the star wherever you are. Take Barbara Ann Scott, figure skating champion from the Northland. Watch her on this one. Barbara Ann's good. Now there is a champ who's a real Wheaties fan. Sure helps to keep a gal up on her toes. A guy, too. Take Bob Lemon, who pitches a lot of ball for the Cleveland Indians. Lemon knows what champions know. Wheaties for breakfast, away you go. Gosh, no wonder the champs of tomorrow are eating Wheaties today. There's a whole kernel of wheat in every Wheaties plate. Keep body, your To continue, The Lone Ranger and Cotto left town in the middle of the night and traveled as fast as possible across the plains with a minimum of pauses for rest and refreshment. On the morning of the second day, they passed the town of Hawkesville, then entered the canyon, beyond which lay the spotted gold mine. This this so easy the horses wow. moved slowly close to the bank of a stream that watered the canyon floor. we made good time, Cotto. It'll be at least a day before Vince Arden and his men get this far. That's right. Probably two days before Thunder Martin gets here. I'll be not far from Little Bear Village. You think we can reach it by mid-afternoon? Ah. Little Bear will do as you ask. We may be able to prevent a lot of trouble. You can persuade him and his people to move their camp, or come to the canyon and fix their tents near Hawksville. Oh, um, what could that do? They can get there sometime during the night. Harden, these men will see the camp. They'll know that Little Bear can't be blamed for anything that happens in the canyon. The Indians will have an alibi. They'll be within view of the people in Hawksville. Oh no, Miss Heavy. Arden won't attack unless he knows that little bear will get the blame. You think he'll give up plan? He might. Well, he talked a little Dad. Do you think you can persuade him to move? Oh, may not know, but he try. It was sunset when Tuttle rejoined the Lone Ranger and reported the failure of his mission. Oh, he talked a long time. It's no good. Little Bear wouldn't be persuaded, huh? No. They must try some other plan. Oh, make plenty worried. i No. Little Bear, good Indians. Him, people, peaceful Indians. Yes, Toto. Them blamed for murder. Soldiers go, make war. They might try to meet Arden and his gang and turn them back. Uh, eight, maybe nine men, Arden gang. Yes, the odds against us would be heavy one of us were killed, Little Bear's people would be blamed, just as they would be if Thunder Martin were to die. Oh, well, uh, there's one way. I don't know whether it would work or not. Do you think Little Bear would fight to save your life? Well, he fight to save life a Little Bear and him ready to fight for Tonto. And our plan might work. Little Bear doesn't know me. That's right. Go back and tell Little Bear you hope to spend some time with him. In the meantime, I'm going to ride the back trail to Hawksville until I come within view of Arden and his gang. When I know they're in the canyon, I'll double back without letting them see me. I'll find some place to hide close to Little Bear's village. You'll be on the alert for the signal, the bird call we use. Ah, and when you'll get there? Probably not before tomorrow. Tell Little Bear that you have enemies in the canyon. When you hear my signal, leave the village and come toward me. I'll carry you away on the silver and make the Indians think you're being abducted. At noon the following day, Vince Arden and his gang were moving westward through the canyon toward the scene of the ambush. At the same time, the lone ranger prepared to act. He tightened the cinch, checked his equipment, swung into the saddle, and headed toward the Indian village. The Indians were playing strenuous games for Tonto's benefit. There were tests of strength and courage and feats of endurance. Throughout the good-natured competition, Tonto sat with Little Bear in front of the largest wigwam. He kept listening carefully and finally heard a familiar bird call. Then he turned to Little Bear. Little Bear, maybe someone come here and get Tonto. You got enemies? You fear bad men? Let well, me tell you about bad men who come to Valley. Uh, you fear maybe them come here. Tono, where you go? Here town, Go back a wigwam. Take a look. In a moment, Tonto was beyond the circle of wigwams and out of view of all the Indians. Then Little Bear heard a sudden cry from his friend. Little Bear! Tonto! Tonto! Jabakemo! Little Bear didn't suspect that Tonto was riding away with the lone ranger only because the masked man wanted the Indians to ride in pursuit. Get horse! Get horse! Get after Tonto! Confusion reigned in the Indian village. Little Bear was everywhere, hurrying his men to the backs of their horses. Then go Right! Get Tonto! In a moment, the Indians were mounted in and racing in pursuit of Tonto and the masked man who carried him away. Silver, carrying both the match man and bottle, reached along the floor of the canyon, well ahead of the Indians. Are they coming, fellow? Uh Ah, Indians come. We'll get all the lead we can. We'll not borrow from Arden's gang. Faster, Uh Silver, faster! faster. Jim Targen and his men were nearing the place where they planned to wait an ambush behind Big Rock. Presently, some distance ahead, they saw a white horse coming around the bend. There were two men riding at top speed. One wore a mask. The other was an Indian. Run in, boys. in. Oh, 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 What's this coming, Vince? I don't know. Yeah, that horse is coming mighty fast. Hey, that man's wearing a mask. Yeah, yeah. maybe we better pull back and make room for him to pass. Yeah, pull your horses over the side, boys. Oh. Come on. These Indians, men, moved yeah. to the side of the canyon. But the Lone Ranger didn't choose to pass. Instead, he drew rein and brought the great horse to her to a sudden stop. Horse, horse, horse. He's a penny. Yeah, now what's the idea? Who are you? Why are you wearing that mask? The Indians are coming this way. What Indians? Hey, little Bear and all of his people. I'm trying to rescue this man. Hey, I are heroes. Uh, Oh, me, too. I'll be here in a minute. Here they come. I can see them. You men are going to have your hands full. The Indians will think you're after their friend. Now, hold on. Why should they think that? Because I'm going to leave this Indian with you. Now wait a minute. Hold on. I'm not going to stay and face so, Skins. Down you go, Indian. <laughs> the Lone Ranger fairly threw Toto off Silver. The Indian fell against Vince Garden and grabbed the leader of the gunmen as if to break his fall. But actually, he dragged <laughs> Garden from the saddle to the ground. <laughs> So fast that the outlaws were bewildered. They saw their leader struggling on the ground with Tonto as the masked man dashed away. Come up here. This red skin off of this. I'll help you, friend. the red skin. Pull him off the board. Yeah, I'll get it. What about the masked? What's this mask man? Mask Some of the gunmen swung from their horses to grab Tonto. Others watched the masked man dash out of sight beyond a bend. Then several decided to go for their guns. But at that time it was too late. The bear and his braves had closed in and assumed that Tonto was trying to break away from captors. Several men had drawn guns, but Argue was quick to grasp the situation. Don't fire! Don't start shooting! One shot and they'll wipe us out. Throw up your hands, surrender these redskins. I knew it would be hopeless to try to overpower two hundred Indians. But boss, they'll make us prisoners. All right, let them. The prisoners, we'll have a change. If we try to fight them, we'll be wiped out. Two days later, Hank Sims was lounging in front of his small office when Cal Conway came down the street and stopped. Howdy, Sims. Have you had any word about that new Skinner friend of yours? Not yet. He had a lot of nerve starting out for the Scottish mines when that freight. I understand there's a savage bunch of Indians in the canyon. Conway, you know better than that. Those Indians are no more savage than you or me. Never can tell about a redskin. You needn't waste your breath on me, Conway. Something happened to Thunder Martin, it'll be your doing, and not the work of Redskins. Huh? <laughs> you know, I have a hunch that will wish he'd met my prize. Oh, 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 oh. Straight, hey, look at that white horse. See, hey, that man's mad. Well, of all in the One of you is Hank him. That's my name, Stranger. If you have questions about this mask, you'll probably get answers when Thunder Martin comes back. In the meantime, I have some interesting news for you. I wish I knew that Thunder would be coming back. There's no doubt of that. What do you mean, mister? Perhaps you'll understand when I tell you what happened in the canyon. There were some gunmen in that canyon who might have been planning to ambush Thunder Martin. But they had some trouble with Indians, led by Little Bear. Their gunmen were captured by the Indians. What? Well, captured? They were lucky Little Bears learned about the white man's law. Instead of killing the gunmen, the Indians took them to the village as prisoners. The uh, gunmen were led by Vince Arden. Vince Arden? He's your friend, Conway. If he was there to waylay Thunder. It's because you think so. Oh, that's a lie. It's not a lie. It's the truth. Here are statements to prove it. They're signed by Arden and every one of his men. You mean to say You he's take got... the statements, Hank? Hey, these are proof that Cal Conway tried to ambush Thunder Martin. How'd you get those statements? A man came into Little Bear's village soon after the prisoners were brought there. He talked at length to Little Bear, and the Indian chief agreed not to punish the prisoners if they would sign these statements and confessions. What? Arden and his men must have heard stories of Indian punishment. They were quick to sign the documents. Conway, you're through. And with you in jail, the rest of us can make an honest living. All in praise of honest strikers. Little Bear will turn his captors over to the marshal they make good witnesses against Conway. Here's the sheriff. Hey, sheriff. Sheriff. If you think I can kill you, pull cat. Oh, Hank, Hank, you wouldn't do Oh, wouldn't I? You just try to make a break and see how fast I'll shoot. What's going on here, Hank? Who's the masked man? Why are you holding the gun on Conway? Here, sheriff. These papers will explain it. That matter, you sir. won't need me now, Hank. I'll go and meet Conway and Thunder Martin. Hold on. Oh, perhaps this bulls will identify me, sheriff. I have it, but what... Oh, Silver. I don't know who the masked man is, Sheriff. He brought in these affidavits that'll jail Conway and smash the Monopoly on freight. And I've got a hunch he's the one who went to the Indian village to get these confessions. All right, Hank. Put your gun up. I'll take charge of Conway. Hey, now, now listen, Sheriff. Hey, I'll talking until you get to court, Conway. I'd sure like to know who that masked man is. Hey, you mean to say you haven't guessed? He's
0: the Lone Ranger!
1: The Lone Ranger, a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, is produced by Pendle Campbell Muir Incorporated. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer, your announcer, Fred (laughs) Ford. Listen to the Lone Ranger, brought to you by special recording, Mondays through Fridays at this same time.